0: To a Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Rip with your co host, Mike and D. You already know what it is, ladies and gents. We're back again with another episode with some fire fucking shit ready to burn your eardrums out of your fucking brain. <laughs> so, hopefully, you guys are ready to have a good time. And now without further ado, here's my co-host Mike.
1: I just imagined like
0: fucking magma
1: leaking out of their ears <laughs> and then they turned into brain rot, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, just but like anyway. the ooze coming out, huh? <laughs> yeah. What's up guys? Nice to be back on the fucking pod, back on the grind. We know you guys missed us, the loyals for sure. So, we're glad to be back bringing you guys some extra content, some good shit. Um been pretty fucking eventful these last 2 weeks. I know if you're into sports, if you're into sports entertainment, if you're into politics, you're into fucking anything, there's some juicy shit that we'll probably be covering. Yeah. So, shit, honestly, without further ado, let's just fucking get right into it. Let's start with NFL, though. First, first we, we need to talk about the Ravens choking a fat cock, and then we got to talk about the Lions
0: throwing. Yeah. And then sucking a fat cock. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nothing really to say left about the Ravens. They just came in unprepared from the beginning because they really didn't score that well. See, and but then- I feel
1: like they actually performed. What, like, if they didn't fuck up when they did fuck up, they would have won the game, like, straight up. Like, if like if that guy diving in didn't get fucking that shit knocked out, they, it would have been even game. And then also the fucking 30 calls they got from fucking breaking each other's goddamn arms and necks... Probably fucking set him back 150 yards in total.
0: Yeah. Like me and you were saying, I think the Ravens lost to themselves, bro. Like, yeah. No, they definitely... I think they got... I think Andy Reid outcoached... What's his name? Oh, Straight yeah. 100% up. 100% like, Hundred Like, he came in with a better game plan was like, this is what we're going to do. The Chiefs defense showed out, bro. They contained Lamar. That defensive had line no is
1: fucking insane, bro, from the Chiefs.
0: Right? That dude, Jones... literally just like chris jones is insane he just like grabs his arm
1: grabs fucking three of them and then drags them with (laughs) with him as he sacks he was
0: the one that on the in the combine his dick fell out (laughs) oh really yeah was it like a fucking elephant trunk basically
1: I, i believe it bruh
0: like it like through the bottom of the fucking spandex
1: i feel like if you're in a major like league sport like that You usually have a fucking big cock. Because you're already gifted enough genetically to be, you know, big enough and tall enough to perform at the highest level. So, you know, why would they forget your fucking cock? Why would God
0: not bless you there, too? These fuckers have it all. (laughs) Besides education, though, if you ever hear one of them speak on fucking TV, they're always, like, really, really, really dumb. (laughs) And I'm not even being fucking racist or nothing. Only the white QBs really get on there and are like... Yeah, so we came on and we like this was our game plan. You know, I knew Cover Three was coming in on this side, and like if you listen to fucking like somebody else speak, Lamar Jackson, for instance, he's always like, "Yeah, I mean, but We, we came in and we, like I knew I had to come in and perform, and I'm like they always talk about performing, but never like like Peyton Manning and fucking Tom Brady were like, I knew their defense was gonna play high and tight, so there was a that was gonna expose the safeties on the weak side, and I'm like. Holy shit They had a whole entire game plan And Lamar's like I just went out there And did my thing <laughs> Cause I wanna I also wanna say It probably does come with
1: maturity too Cause I yeah. think of like Deion Sanders Back in the day Like I'm sure when they interviewed him He was all Fuck y'all I'm popping. I'm gonna go fuck a bitch tonight Like He was like A very like yeah, You yeah, know yeah. He was real flashy He didn't give a yeah. shit But then now you talk to him He's like fucking slow and just like very articulate. And I feel like Peyton Manning was just an old fucker. Ever yeah. since I was age
0: 5 that fucker was Did 60. you know? Okay. <laughs> like he was always old. Somebody said this, but they were saying how like it takes time to develop cuz uh Peyton Manning won his first Super Bowl at 30 years old. Yeah, that's like
1: yeah, that's why everybody
0: would uh, I saw a thing that was like Bills Mafia, don't fucking give up on Josh Allen. It took Peyton Manning 3 extra years to get to where he, he's at right now. <sighs> Dude
1: It's just, Mahomes is just his kryptonite, dude. Like,
0: yeah. Well, it's kind of like Tom, you know? Tom was fucking killer that whole time. People say the only one that can beat Patrick Mahomes is like Joe Burrow, but he's always fucking injured. Yeah. Every time they go to fight. He's the only one that's really
1: beat him in the playoffs, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's the only one. He has a better record.
0: Yeah. Against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs.
1: Even though with that Ravens game, like, Patrick Mahomes played fucking perfect, though, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't think he dropped a pass straight up. And even the one I thought he was gonna drop, fucking Travis Kelty, like, Did a backflip
0: and fucking caught it midair, bro. (laughs) Yeah, but he definitely has better weapons. Oh, yeah, he has better weapons than uh, Lamar Jackson has for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm no no without a shadow of a doubt, he has the best tight end in the game right now. The The second second best is on fucking the forty nine ers squad for real. Like, it's going to be a boring game, and I know a lot of people didn't
1: want this to be the matchup. Fuck, bro. But it's going to be competitive as hell, I think. So I think it's going to still be a good Super Bowl.
0: It's crazy because both of these defenses are stacked. Both offenses are fucking machines, That's what I mean.
1: It's going to be just, like,
0: fucking battling, (laughs) trying to get to that touchdown, (laughs) bro. I hope it's death. Like, I hope somebody, like, almost dies on the fucking field. That was the Ravens game, bro. That (laughs) shit. I
1: was watching that shit, bro, that whole time on my phone, and I was like holy shit after some of these hits bro the clothesline one i was like dog you know is like wwe <laughs> uh what's
0: his name fucking roquan smith used to be on the bears but now he's on the raven squad i'm so fucking happy he went to them because i'm like bro you're much better off with this team that's going to support you and win i'm like on our shit squad you were good for one year man you would have wasted your career i'm so sorry Damn. Or I'm, like, thankful that you got out of that situation. That's
1: funny how you're... If that was me and that was my time, i like, you should have stayed your ass here and kept us at least in the running, man. <laughs> no. But you're like, go fucking he be was, a butterfly.
0: Well, Because <laughs> he was, like, a good player. And, like, the Bears didn't want to pay him. And I was like, we need this fucking guy. But then in my mind, like, I, I liked him so much as a player. yeah. That I was just like, bro, if you go off and do your own thing, it's all good. Yeah, like, yeah. no fucking will be popping off, yeah. yeah.
1: One thing I do want to bring up before we go to the Lions game is... When they were fucking with the kicker's gear, bro. In the yeah, beginning. that's fucked up. I don't know if you guys saw, but like at ESPN or someone was posting it. But the Ravens kicker and then Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were like playing catch, and they kept fucking with his gear and like throwing it all like all far. And every time he'd turn around and bring it back, he was like, "Hey, what the what the hell? Quit touching my shit!" And Patrick Mahomes would just grab it and keep fucking throwing it. That's the kind of just like shit that's like ticks you off, bro, and it like makes your shit boil until you like pop you know what i mean
0: but i'm not even gonna lie the kicker's so unimportant i would have just fucking taken one from the team and just fucking clocked patrick mahomes in the side of the head for real like right in his ear turning the box up up his equilibrium nah if
1: i was gonna do something like that like if i was like all right i'm gonna fucking fight this dude he like my blood is boiling i'm fucking fighting patrick mahomes on this field i'm trying to injure him like i'm breaking his fucking arm so they lose the whole fucking thing I'm, yeah i'm first thing i'm not throwing a punch i'm literally grabbing his arm putting it over my shoulder and just fucking breaking it over my <laughs> shoulder dude <laughs> i'm making sure he doesn't win that goddamn super bowl for throwing my damn shit <laughs> true but uh, that whole thing was fucked up and one thing i did see is like a lot of people were you know the ravens definitely did over and that's what fucked them we already said yeah that. yeah they lost it to themselves but Travis Kelsey was taunting a lot too, bro. Yeah, like,
0: and he was fucking throwing punches. Like he's bad. He really is kind of like a on the edge player. He gets away with a lot, mainly because of his popularity.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Did you see Draymond Green is already back throwing punches again? They in that Lakers game this last weekend. he, God he fucking went to grab the ball from Anthony Davis and he like socked him in the head. And Anthony Davis was like ah ah, and then one of the teammates on the Lakers was all. Technical, technical. And Draymond got pissed. He was all being <laughs> stupid, throwing his finger in circles, like mocking him. And I'm like, that counseling did nothing for this
0: motherfucker. He's gonna be out in a week. Yeah, <laughs> he's done. So Draymond needs, he needs to retire, bro. He's at this point, he's just so f- fucking frustrated with everything that's going on. That I'm like, I think he's even really the pissed, pissed because now,
1: like, they suck.
0: Yeah, they're the ass. Warriors
1: suck ass right now, and they've been the dynasty for so long he's always been used to at least being the best team or at least like top five but now they're just like ass and so he's like it's probably hard for his ego to tank yeah because i know in his head he thinks he's the whole fucking team
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so he's like why are we losing man get on my shit yeah but it's onto fun. the lions
0: three touchdown lead choke bruh again another one where coaching comes into play Yeah, there were some questionable things. Remember when they went for it on fourth down instead of kicking a field goal?
1: Yes, that was dumb. A lot of people were very pissed about that
0: because I think if you kick the field goal, you keep the momentum on your side. You make another team drive 80 yards to fucking get it to or I guess fucking 75. Yeah, but you make the other team drive the full length of the field, you know, to try and get a touchdown. You tire them out. Sure. Your defense is tired, but your offense gets refreshed. That's the difference. Yeah, you got to think about that shit when you're a fucking coach, man.
1: I was on the edge of my seat, though, and they had those three timeouts and they scored. I was like, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) And that onside was kind of close. It was close. I mean, all onsites kind of are. You're like, oh, they could have had it, but I don't know. There was a chance, but it shouldn't have even gotten to that. I really, dude, I would have fucking loved to see Eminem's reaction to like the loss. I I wanted to see like they should have panned the camera over when they fucking lost. And
0: I wanted to see Eminem's fucking reaction. I think they don't because of what you said. Where you're like, Eminem's unemotional un- about everything, so then they panic to him, and he'd be like... He'd just be chewing his fucking gum all crazy. He, he would just flip off the camera, probably. That's what... I, I saw them, like, him <laughs> and, like, the Giants... Or not Giants. The Niners fans bickering on, uh, on uh, one of the Instagram pages that I follow. What was that fan expecting?
1: Eminem to fucking jump over the stands and beat his ass and get sued? Hell no.
0: Nah, Eminem <laughs> was really like, yeah, this is my team. Fuck you. Yeah, and, he was like, all... He's yeah. all rich, <laughs> basically,
1: <laughs> pretty much, bro. But I saw a lot of people were like, oh, let me ask you this: like, I want, what are your actual thoughts on the whole like Taylor Swift shit? Because I, I saw a thing where someone was all, bro, we need to get fucking Kanye West to come out like he did at the VMAs and <laughs> I saw that disrupt this shit at the Super Bowl. That'd be fucking funny if halftime show Kanye interrupts the halftime show with Usher, grabs the mic, says, "Yo, Taylor, I know you are dating Travis, but." I'm about to perform one of the best songs of all time. <laughs>
0: and, then, and, then <laughs> and then he dropped Vultures.
1: And then he dropped Vultures. <laughs> dude, that would actually steal some of the fucking spotlight. Like, if it was, like, a surprise, like, announcement, like, Vultures is dropping right now. And then, like, it went live on all platforms and he started playing it It over broke Usher.
0: the fucking internet, dude. And then
1: if Kanye took over as performer, halftime performer over Usher, that'd be it. A- Why? Has Kanye ever done it? I don't think he's ever performed at the Super Bowl. Dude, if Kanye ever did it and put, like, his actual, like... You'd have to give Kanye time though Because he's fucking slow as hell But he tries to make things perfect Like like that's kind of just what he is Like yeah. he'll delay it fucking five times Which I'm cool with Because the pro- end product is usually like A 10 out of 10 Yeah So if he were to do the Super Bowl And they gave him like A year and a half to like plan that shit Dude I feel like he would have one of the best
0: ones He has hits bro Hits 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 He does have hits So He's I- really good at what he does for sure Yeah I think he would make it super cool But anyway The Taylor Swift thing it is, it, Bro, I've said this from the beginning. It gets fucking annoying because, number one, I don't fucking care about that bitch. <laughs> I don't care. I get it that some people do or whatever. I'm watching the fucking game for one purpose. I feel like we need to have a different network that's the Taylor Swift Network that follows her every move, and that's fine. Other people watch that part. I want to watch the NFL on CBS and actually watch
1: the game. They have to do it for, like, the girlfriends and wives that are into Taylor Swift, right? To try to get them
0: kind of into the game a little bit. Yeah. that's that is has to be the sole purpose, right? I'm sure it's for money. Yeah, it's a money grab. She's a big-ass ad, bro, walking around saying, this is the NFL. NFL and Taylor Swift love match made in heaven. Fuck, dude. I mean, did you see she was, like, wearing a shirt, too? It was like, ew, the
1: Ravens. (laughs) Like, that's literally what the shirt said. It was like... It was literally, I don't know the exact wordage, but it was like, the Ravens winning (laughs) you. And it was just like a white shirt. I was like, what the hell? Are you eight?
0: (laughs) Are you eight? Put on your fucking man's
1: jersey and call it that. Support your fucking team, man. Yeah. (laughs) But I always keep seeing, I already showed you this morning, like those memes where it's all... The Super Bowl after, uh, the Chiefs win and Taylor Swift runs out into the field and Travis Kelsey performs and it just shows a guy with like a gun in his mouth. Fucking
0: ready to die. Bro, cause you know they would try and get her to speak, right? You know how they like every celebrity ever from any city is always trying to make it up onto that little stage? Yeah. And he's like, let me get a quick word in. You know they would be like, Taylor, Dan T- Taylor, how do you feel about this moment being with Travis for the very first time? And then she'd be like, this is amazing. She'd say like some inspirational shit and it'd be on a fucking t-shirt everywhere. Oh, it'd be lovely. The Chiefs would have fucking billions of it printed. For real. Instantly. And then she'd get some of the profits. Oh my God. Speaking of Taylor Swift,
1: I kind of think <clears throat> we're probably off of from the NFL ship. But let's, let's say this though. Who do you got winning
0: the whole thing? I'm, I'm probably going to say the Chiefs. My mind says the Chiefs, my heart says the fucking Niners, bro.
1: That's everyone.
0: And I'm gonna fucking <laughs> I'm gonna root for the Niners. I'll root for the Niners, but My Patrick in reality, Mahomes just has that yeah. fucking
1: ice in his veins, dude. And especially on Super Bowl stage, he does never he won't fuck Patrick up
0: Mahomes, there. Brock Purdy, Patty Mahomes, bro. Yeah. He's gonna go back to back. We saw
1: what Patrick Mahomes did on fucking Christmas. Yeah. Shit the toilet. So I feel like the nerves are gonna really get to him, bro.
0: It's the Super Bowl, bro. Back
1: to <laughs> back. i am myself. Yeah, back to back.
0: The first since the Patriots in 03. Yep. Fuck. So, that's the predictions here from the Off the Rip boys. We are cheering for the Niners. Fucking, but we know Patrick Mahomes is going to host up another trophy, and Taylor Swift's going to fucking lick that bitch.
1: She's going to suck Travis's fucking balls and gargle him on the field. <laughs> be ready.
0: Be fucking ready, football fans. At about 4.02. No, 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 no fourth quarter a minute three seconds left if the fucking (laughs) chiefs are up and the niners don't have the ball just turn your tv off and save yourself the fucking suffering they're gonna send a
1: fucking apache helicopter up to that little fucking glass where she is and just airlift her down to the field (laughs) she's not even gonna need to walk (laughs) right they're gonna have a fucking golden diamond staircase running down with fucking cinderella shoes straight up speaking of taylor swift uh, did you see how she's like not searchable on Twitter or anything right now because of all the AI porn? Oh, I did see that. That's kind of crazy. Oh, even like fucking Congress is like, yo, we might need to start putting some fucking bills or legislature in action to stop like photo generation. They're not going to be able to stop it, bro. AI is, it's, it's, it's plagued now. The AI is literally everywhere. The only
0: way to stop it is to literally eliminate porn. You would have to do a government sweep on all porn sites. <laughs> yeah right dude it's fucking (laughs) no the only way that happens is if the government puts some sort of ban on the internet
1: dude i dude there is so much porn out there like there's gotta be more fucking porn videos than youtube vids low-key like they gotta be obviously youtube is definitely has a lot more because it's just more family friendly. like obviously but porn videos like if we're counting all sites like all sites compared to just (laughs) youtube i don't think it's like that fucking crazy off bro there's hella porn out there and there's no way they'd ever ban it because it could just get instantly created in a second as long as there's a cell phone there'll be an opportunity for porn to be posted because people could just fuck record it and post it
0: yeah the only way it would happen To be a total ban is if we were like North Korea, where the government, the government owns the internet. (laughs) That's dictatorship at that point. That's the only way. Yeah, bro. That's communism at its finest. That's why I'm saying you want your fucking porn. You better fucking have a be capitalistic in America.
1: Yeah. There's no way it's going to be shut down. Once like the whole thing blows over, then yeah, then they'll get, there's going to just be, yeah, there's going to just be another burner account from some dude with the name i don't know chunky monkey 473 in illinois and he's just gonna repost every ai porn that got taken down again and yeah. then it'll spread to
0: then his homie will send it to that homie and that homie <laughs> and then, then it'll just geege. get onto the sites bro and then the sites will just license it yeah then it's and just a then geege. they're unfuckwithable pretty much at that point
1: but do you think it's overall kind of like pretty scary though like if you were a celebrity or would i i wouldn't really i'd be like it's ai like that's not me I mean it probably makes it pretty close but like it won't actually it runs with the territory I feel like bro. F- I feel like it's easier for AI to make porn for girls than it would be to like actually get like dick size correct for guys cuz that's straight up guess yeah like girls we all know you don't you just don't have a dick and we probably can't get the roast beef flaps or the innies in there like that's random but yeah yeah other than that
0: No I think it runs with the territory bro you want to be a famous person this is the cost Yeah all eyes This are is on the cost yeah this is the cost of being famous straight up fuck for real you want to be an influencer you want to be fucking famous out there all right no problem but this is the fucking territory yeah
1: i mean like would you would you be rich and famous and a billionaire like taylor swift and have a few ai fucking pictures of me naked out fuck yeah Yeah. i would damn right i and she's smart though she'll sue him and she'll get her extra fucking how much more money do you need (laughs) chill chill just it's, let I these think it's sick
0: smart. fucking pervs look at your AI porn and go on with your day. They want to look at you, bruh. I think it's more so just the, uh, the damage it does to, like, her own personal brand. Uh, I think she has to make she it. She is,
1: she is very, like, super sweet and, like, that yeah. is her brand, right? Is like, I'm just like, she is, like, goody goody too. She's
0: America's sweetheart, bro, right yeah, now. Like, straight up. Has she ever fucked up? No. No, because even when the, they said the thing about Kanye fucking Taylor, It ended up being Kanye's own fault. Remember? Like that whole beef was actually Kanye's fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that should be known.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's ever been in a controversy or fucked up ever. Only
0: the Kanye time, and that was on him.
1: Yeah. And then all the other stuff is, you know, just like people like me and you hating on her ass and other people hating on her, but she's really done nothing wrong. She's just kind of living her life. She lives
0: her life, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like you said, that's you're famous. People are going to judge anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think you just have to go out there and be like. These are not mine. This is, like, AI-generated. That's the world of technology that we live in. My real fans know that that's never been me. Peace. You know, and then you just deal with legalities on the back end and just let your lawyers fight it out.
1: Yeah, let the lawyers do it. I agree. And you stop worrying about it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. On to Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj's beef, bro. So I just showed D before we started the pod the two diss tracks. If you guys don't know, Megan. <coughs> Go listen to him. Um, if, yeah, Megan, the a stallion and difference. <laughs> and Nicki Minaj are hardcore beefing right now. Like it's like getting personal. Like Nikki's talking about her dead mom and shit. Like once you start speaking on dead fucking mothers, like that's low key as far as you can go, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's pretty fucking. After that serious. it goes dead children, though. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just like damn, Dead's I gotta put a hit X on next level, you. bro. But if you guys haven't heard, I think Megan the Stallion's song is called Hiss, and then Nicki Minaj's song is called Bigfoot. You'll have to go listen to it for yourselves, but me and Dee will still, you know, tell you guys our opinions on them. I'll go first. I love Nicki Minaj. I've always said she's the greatest female rapper of all fucking time. Her actually, just like, discography level and rapping ability, I think she fucking floors. Megan the Stallion, Ice Spice, Cardi B, all of them. They all get fucking floored by Nicki. She's the queen. However, i'm real as fuck and i'm gonna say right now that bigfoot track that nikki just released is utter dog shit (laughs) utter cow shit
0: uh yeah man that's pretty bad
1: it was horrible she must have literally got it out she was like i'm gonna respond in like half a day because that shit sounded rushed half of the track is her just talking gibberish and then just saying she has a fucking glass shattered foot the whole fucking hour and a half fucking minute and a half that she's speaking and then the first minute and a half granted there's two very very solid bars in Nicki Minaj's song but they didn't hit right because she already fucking give gave everyone a snippet of it on Instagram live and she tweeted every single verse before the song even dropped so we already knew the whole fucking song by the time it came out so I was already expecting that I needed more and there wasn't more it was just her talking gibberish however Megan Thee Stallion on the other hand listen to her song it's actually a legitimate fucking song there's like a upbeat tempo she's fucking rapping her ass off It's got, got kind of catchy fucking phrases in it Me- if we're talking judging strictly off of diss tracks i think megan right now is fucking winning nikki said this is just the beginning though and she has more shit coming up if she denies any of the claims which i'm sure she probably will but nikki minaj is gonna have to come fucking crazy she's gonna have to come fucking insane
0: to come back from that shit song Bigfoot I'm gonna need Lil Wayne to get in there I'm gonna need Lil Wayne to write the fucking diss track bro If if she brings Lil Wayne or someone else in She already lost
1: Cause then it's like you Damn. had to bring You had to bring fucking daddy t- To come light that lighter
0: flick And fucking spit flames on this chick No that's win. what I mean is like He just, he just ghost writes it Nobody ever knows the difference Fuck <clears throat> I think Nicki should have just took in a
1: week And just had an actual fire song I think it would have been way better She just rushed it and but if still that's up to her to put it out that early, and we're just judging off the track. She shit the fucking bed.
0: Yeah, to the if you songs, guys go and guys, listen to them, definitely. they're really really bad. Like <laughs> fucking Nikki's is really really bad. Megan's is better. It was actually kind of vibey. I was vibing to it, and I was like, ah shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's just fucking. I don't know, man. Beyond that, I really don't care about like their beef or yeah, whatever. The,
1: the actual core of the beef. I don't really care about, like, I was even telling this, like, I can't even really keep up with some of the shit that they're dissing on. Yeah. Cause like, girl beef's different than guy beef. Like, when guys beef on rap, they're like, I don't know, they don't really even talk about, like, sex and shit they're usually just like i fucking killed your homie and i smoked him in a pack i fucking smoked his ashes i killed him yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and then girl beef is like you fucked a man that didn't please you and i'm like what the fuck why are you bringing in that guy into it just yeah. talk about her <laughs> you're like <laughs> you fucked homie. my baby daddy and you're into fucking guys that are like this like they're dissing the chicks based off the guys that they want to fuck which is weird yeah but to each their own overall listen to the songs let us know what you guys think actually just hit us up on the off the rip pod and tell us garbage agree with us that they're ass but nikki i love you but you shit the toilet please come back stronger is all i'm gonna say on to the next thing did you see that the florida house of representatives approved a bill that bans social media for kids under 16
0: yeah i did see that it passed
1: by a vote of 106 to 13 like even all of the democrats voted Like, all together. And now it's going to go to the Senate for consideration. And the Senate's all Republican, so it's probably more than likely going to pass. Yeah. I I wonder how they're going to do it. Like, they're going to have...
0: I think you're going to have to do, like, age verification by, like, a driver's license. Like, through a
1: driver's license, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the only way. So the social medias are going to have to make, like, a quick little update that says... Fuck, everyone's going to have to reprove themselves, in Florida at least. Yeah. Not us. It won't won't affect us. It's going to be a regional thing, but... In Florida, you're gonna to have to pull your license and scan that bitch if you want to use Insta, which is crazy. But I'm not like super against it. Like me neither. I, I low key think, think it is fucking. It's. I think it's smart. <laughs> yeah, I think it's up. fucking smart. Like bro. I'm a I'm a tech guy, bro. I fucking love social media. I'm on that bitch all the fucking time. I love it. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think anyone is not smart enough to understand that that shit is fucking rotting it's yeah, brain yeah. rotting our fucking youth bro yeah. you gotta get rid of this all this gat fucking skibbity toilet shit in their brains and they, that's how it is they need, this, they need they don't
0: even know who the fuck george washington is anymore in school that's, yeah that's bad <laughs> like they it's getting to the point where we have to package up the phones as we go into school into a lock proof cut proof fucking bag and be like you need to focus at school man you need to fucking focus All this ADHD med, all this crazy shit that the people are trying to push down kids' throats. I'm like, if you just fucking took away some things that kids have, they'd probably perform better at all daily tasks. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: I, I do think it is pretty fucking bad, but I don't, if,
0: if, would you say, uh, 16 is the age, like the good age? Yeah. If you're legal, if you're old enough to drive a car, sure.
1: Yeah. Then you can see all the crazy shit on social media Yeah 16
0: Yeah If you're old enough to take someone's life with a fucking vehicle Yes, I believe that you hold enough trust in your hand Through the eyes of the government That yeah, you can go ahead and be on social
1: Oh yeah, I agree I, I agree that 16 is a good age I'm just yeah. saying like Do you think we could
0: even go a little bit younger? Like 14 you think? No, definitely not Like 14 too young still? Yeah
1: yeah, I think it's tough.
0: Cause like for boys, that's like the prime of puberty too. And one thing
1: that we're, we're not banning like phones either. Like Florida's not saying no phones. They're just saying no social media. So like, you can't make the argument, well, oh, my kid's in middle school and needs it to call me and shit. Like he can still call you. He just can't get on social. Yeah. So that, that argument becomes invalid. It's, but I think, I don't know. I think it's pretty good. I, I don't know. I agree. No, I'm, I agree. 100%. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it now since I'm already past that age. If I was, Granted, you know all of the little fucking 15 and blower kids that saw that news are pissed. Rightfully so. If I was that age, I'd be like, what the fuck? I love my social media. I'd be sad too, but like, I'm already out that age gap and I'm just like, looking from the
0: outside in, it it is the smart thing. I'm going to be fucking honest, bro. And everybody here can have their own opinion, but if I look back at the shit that I posted at age 13... I probably should not have been on Insta or Snapchat or none of that shit. I probably should have fucking had that ban at, until 16 years old. So I was a little bit more conscious and was like, you know what? What I post matters. Yeah. Cause I used to post some crazy shit. <laughs> you see, you see the old Instagram that I have, bro.
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's bad, but we, I think we get a bit of a pass because we were the pioneers. Like we were there before internet at all. So we didn't really know how to. Like it was almost like that was our first shot. It was like, yeah. oh, like social media. It says post a picture. Let's post some pictures. But now that it, like social media has become basically just like tying your shoes. It's, yeah, like, like it's it's part of your it's daily part life. of your daily life. Like we know how to fucking move around social media and what looks cringe and what doesn't look. cringe. Or at least I'd hope some people know what's cringe and what's not cringe. Yeah. But back then when we didn't really know what the fuck was going on, we're all hell yeah MySpace. Let's post a picture of I don't know like my new shirt I got. With 80 hashtags. We didn't yeah. know what the hell we were doing. But overall, I think it's interesting. I'm curious to see what the Senate votes. I'm pretty sure they're going to vote it in. It's but, good. uh, one more. Oh, we got to bring <clears throat> up Vince McMahon, bro.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I know you guys have, that sh- this shit's been blast- plastered all over. So you probably already heard that whole Vince McMahon shit. Step down as chairman of WWE because he's, uh, getting accused of, uh, sexual trafficking allegations. From his ex WWE staffer, Janelle Grant. I believe it, bro. Fuck. Vince has always been a dirty fucker. (laughs)
0: Look at the whole sexualization of the WWE. 100%. Bro, that's what he sells it on. Like that, that, like attitude era shit. Bro, I remember when they were having chicks like fake fuck in the ring and there were like eight year olds in the stands. They were like, yeah. And that's (laughs) another thing. Like that's how you know times have changed, bro. Cause damn, bro, maybe, maybe we're being a little too crazy. Cause like,
1: Fuck. If we're banned in social media, like, I was a little fucking kid watching Edge and Lita fuck in the ring. I know they weren't actually fucking, but as a little kid, I was like, holy shit. And she was coming out in panties and shit, ass out. Like, Lita yeah. was hot, bruh, back in the day. Like, I remember being a little fucking kid. That's probably where I got my first fucking boner. Watching WWE, bruh. <laughs> like, nah, bro. Vince was a dirty fucker. He even, ha- he wanted to do a skit, I remember, with Stephanie Stephanie McMahon, which is his daughter. Where she has his kid or some shit And it's like this whole incest thing And Stephanie turned it down she was like, I can't dad, that's too weird I can't do that storyline He's like, come on, I'll be good for business (laughs) So I know he's a sick fucker in the head And he's definitely fucked so many people in his life Even now as an old fuck Too many,
0: too many, bro
1: I know he's a dirty fucker, bro So I, I wouldn't put it past him that he did this
0: Yeah, I agree Vince McMahon fits the bill yeah. If the shoe fits, you wear it, man. And ki- that shoe fits him, man. Fucking perfect. But like, why come out now? Like, fuck, if you really wanted
1: to get this fucker and put him in jail for these horrible things, you should have done it when he was still fucking young and youthful, man. He's already about to fucking croak. You're going to just only put him in jail for, what, six fucking years? He lived his whole life as a billionaire.
0: I guess now it's probably to get like a little bit of money or a little bit of monetary stuff too. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there is some monetary gain for her. If if it's purely just to hold him accountable I agree with you You do that when you're young Why do they accept that. the
1: money though? Like, What's that? like when they do Like when he's like I'll pay you to come and like Fucking shit Like why don't That's the thing pay? too Like why that do you when, Why um, do you accept the The, that's the, what the contract telling, to keep quiet Like you're a part of That's you're why I was telling
0: Arian, bro On the fucking ride home <laughs> it was cause she, I was like I was like He fucking Or the chick He paid the chick To fuck some people That's what I mean
1: He's fucked up He's horrible For you know trying to incentivize her to do it but she still fucking she agreed and, and that took cash. the money you know what i'm saying so like not everyone's hands are clean here sick fuck yeah that's horrible but we gotta like, let's be fucking real let's here, play guys. both like, sides of the fucking place bro bold, let's play devil's advocate like this chick saw the money and was like yeah granted you know oh i need the money i need the money you don't need it as bad as some other people. There's people that are fucking poor out there. You are, you were a WWE staffer. You were doing well. You were making well over middle class. You were making at least $180,000 a year. You didn't need the fucking money to survive. Yeah. yeah you yeah. chose to take that money
0: as extra <clears throat> cash. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't pay no little, little money, bro. He's probably paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And we'll see like once this whole court case gets brought out. I'm sure it
1: might be worse under the scenes, but like, from what I'm seeing, in, it's not as if he had, like, fucking hit men on her, and he was, like, forcing her to fuck these guys. Because I, mean, I was it's telling it's, Arian- a ca- it's a cash incentive, and you agreed to the incentive. It wasn't like, I have a gun to your fucking head, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Fuck.
0: This is what I was telling Arian, too, on the drive home. Because I was telling her about what we were going to talk about on the pod. Yeah. And I was like, the problem I have with this is that the noble thing and the thing that you should do is say... No, Vince, I'm not fucking doing that. And go quit to your job instantly. You quit right away. your fucking job and you go to the police instantly.
1: That's what I was thinking. All of them. If, if it's multiple people, cause that's what they're saying is that he's do- been doing this throughout the whole yeah, year. You like, get everybody and you fucking gang up on them. Yeah. Like why, like I get, I guess it could be like a whole scared shock thing, like whatever, but like i don't know it's hard for me to put in my mind because if that was me i'd be like what the fuck i'm gonna sue your ass for a fat man right away i don't right? need the cash because i can get more suing your dirty fucking ass yeah that's what i would think of in my head off rip but they're like mm, I don't know. And yeah, they yeah, go yeah. and they do it and then it's once <laughs> their needs start suffering down that it's like all right time to go to court motherfucker it's like yeah. you were in on it the whole time but i'm just playing devil's advocate End of the day, Vince is definitely the most in the wrong in this yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Should not be doing this in the slightest, but I just wanted to kind of put that other perspective into your guys' minds. Like, cause it kind of came into my, my head. No, oh, I agree with you. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong too, but you the guys let us know. But I, I do think it wasn't just a fucking <laughs> one way street gun to your fucking head. You better suck this dick. At least not the way she makes it head.
0: seem, bro. She <laughs> makes it seem like it was like Vince is like, come over here, come suck this dick. Like, And I'll give you fucking 100K, you know, like how he normally does. Like, it was kind of like a business transaction. And she was like, yeah, sure, cool, I'll do it. And then, like, did it again, and then did it again, and then did it again. And then now in older age is like, for years, years. He took advantage of me. And I'm like, he might have, but you fucking took advantage of Vince just as much by taking the money. Fool me one
1: time, shame on me. Fool me two times, shame on you. Fool me three times, I'm a fucking
0: idiot yeah <laughs> dude like <laughs> i don't know what else to say about that but well vince should just be fucking people like that one to fuck the thing that with me with vince is like why are you even doing this bro like you are fucking
1: a billionaire there's gonna be some 10 out of 10 fucking brazilian chick that wants to fuck you willingly. yeah, yeah like yeah i don't know the whole thing is just like it's crazy that these fuckers do this crazy shit when you're rich like that like when you're rich like that you 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 can do
0: so much shit legally now it's crazy yeah. <laughs> like, like you have so much power it's just like bro just go fly somewhere find some chick go to barbados hey i'm vince mcmahon
1: you guys want to see my fucking checking account <laughs> okay. yeah 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 <laughs> they see four billion in there he's one of the richest fuckers here yeah. yeah whole thing is just fucking crazy
0: want to see my checking
1: or um ryback fucking he's an ex wrestler but yeah. he's been beefing with the wd for a minute because they don't want to resign him because he's annoying as fuck and he always hurts other people he fucking injured cm punk and almost <laughs> ruined his career so no one wants to work with him so they didn't hire him back but when this whole shit came out he was all yeah i've known about this this whole fucking time and the truth is gonna come out the truth comes out now it's like then why didn't you say anything, Ryback? Yeah, yeah. Like you fucking knew the whole time. You're just upset now at the WWE because they don't want to sign your ass. And yeah, he's you just have cock writing. And now you have a pinpoint to bring attention on because it's the big talk of the news.
0: He's holding the coattail, bro, that's trying fucking, to fucking stay relevant. That's, that's fucking, fucking
1: dumb, bro. He's like, I've known about this for the 20 years I've been... Bro, are you guys all just that fucking loyal to Vince or are you all <laughs> just into it? Because if that, if you knew about it, like I said before you're a fucking bystander it's damn near worse than being the fucking dude because <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> you're just watching it happen yeah. letting it go down so i don't know the whole wwe shit's fucked we'll see though it's definitely like mob mentality in that building for sure
1: one more thing before we move on to the main topic
0: oh do you want to describe what the main topic will be oh yeah so uh, i was going over with mike about what we should talk about this week and uh I was thinking, you know, a lot of us have certain categorizations of like who we would call family. You know, family doesn't always mean blood related. I mean, there's plenty of people that you would put in your family category that I think people could say or you would say are, are family to you, but aren't you aren't blood related. Same thing with friends, homies. I feel like we have a lot of social categorizations. And uh, I just wanted to go over What each of those things are Or like how we think they should be yeah. Or whatever it is And you what know? they mean to us Because yeah.
1: it's going to be subjective Everyone's going to do Everybody's it. different But I do think there are core things That everyone would agree on Like yeah this is what puts you In that fucking circle Yeah So before we get into that Last thing I want to bring up It'll be quick Is the whole Texas uh, Trying to secede from the US Yeah That shit's crazy bro I mean they've already been Doing this like fucking eight times Like oh we're going to secede They've done this warning hella But I don't know. They're pretty pissed, this one. Yeah. There's a, all the fucking migrants going into there. It's it's like a crisis in Texas. It's pretty bad there. There's a yeah. hell of fucking illegals coming in. And it's yeah, even I bad looked, in Denver. Did you see that shit I sent you, bro? Yeah, on TikTok. I saw that. Yeah, I went to visit my brother by the airport, by the Gaylord Hotel, bro. Yeah, yeah. There's thousands of them. Because I we went and stopped at the gas station to put gas... <laughs> And there was just like hella Mexicans out on, in the front and they're all, Hey, amigo, like asking for cash. I didn't know they were illegals. I thought they were a bunch of fucking crackheads asking me for money. I was like, you know, you know, when you just ignore them, you're like, shut up. (laughs) You just go in the store. And I was like, damn, she called me amigo. And then I like, and then we kept driving past like all those other hotels in that like area. Yeah. And outside the fronts, there's just fucking thousands of fucking migrants there playing soccer and shit. Like. So I don't know how the fuck they got here all the way to Denver, but I guess we're giving them refuge because the people in Texas are fucking throwing them out or shit.
0: Yeah, it's bad, man. Yeah, but
1: it's I looked into crazy. it.
0: So initially what happened was there was a bunch of immigrants flooding into Texas, right? Biden's had this bad immigration problem. So the governor of Texas went and was like, basically, we need to fucking stop this. So he took matters into his own hands, started setting up, like, buoys and razor wire in the Rio Grande River. And they cut it, huh? Well, before that, before they even cut it, people were dying because <laughs> they were getting caught in, like, the nets and the razor wire. And, like, specifically, there's a family of three of a mom that was trying to get her sons across the border. And uh, That's, like, the sob story to, like... That's the sob to, story to, that to, they used. To use.
1: boost it, like, for that whole side and be like, oh, we need to let them all in because this, yeah, they were, this like, one good family...
0: Well, they said, like, it was, like, inhumane, basically.
1: Don't fucking crawl! (laughs) I don't know about you, bro, but if I see an electric fence and razor wire, I'm gonna go up to that wall, or that fucking fence, and I'm gonna say, I tried. I'm not gonna die going through this fucking fence. I'll turn back, and I'll try to come in legally. I'll do the citizenship test. Might take me a couple more years, but I'm not, you're not gonna catch me fucking pushing my kid through razor wire. That's fucked up. Yeah, You'd rather have your kid fucking die Crawling through razor wire Than just to be a level headed mom And say let's go back and try to do this another way Yeah, That's on you bro I'm sorry rest of your fucking souls And I know you were trying to get to a better place in America But there's other ways to fucking do it Like me and you were saying I would just fucking save up enough cash And be like oh I'm taking a trip to the US Get a passport and then just not fucking leave Yeah, There's other ways to do it I'd rather
0: do that Take a little two month fucking hiatus Than send my kids through fucking razor wire Yeah I agree but then, uh, so, what happened was was back in, like, 2011, Arizona sued the United States, saying that they have the right to protect their own border. It is a right. A and right. then the, uh, the Supreme Court sided with the United States Constitution, saying that the federal government is the one who decides who can come in or out of the country, not the states themselves. So then the governor of Texas found a loophole through the thing and said that. Unless there's a war happening, the governor is the one who controls the, uh, the right to the national, the border. national guard. Yeah. He said he controls the national guard. So he put national troops at the fucking border and was like, this is your job. And all the other states sided with him and they're even, yeah. they're
1: sending their fuckers to Texas. They're like, yeah. we'll help you, bro. Then they're sending their national guards down to Texas to cause that shit.
0: But that's essentially how this has progressed this far and like the uh the federal agents are cutting the razor wire and all of that and now Texas is threatening to secede from the union again for like the eighth million time so how does that work like once the federal government comes
1: in do you just not listen to your national guard like leader anymore you have to listen to like the federal government guy or do are they like fuck you and they still They just try listen to, to
0: up- whoever commands them so like basic troop sergeant You listen to your sergeant. Sergeant listens to the general. General listens to the commander in chief.
1: And then, if the commander is getting told by the federal government to do shit, and then he has to bring it down, then the orders will just
0: cascade down. Well, I think their commander in chief right now is the governor. So he's like, "Fuck you." Yeah,
1: he's like top of the chain. So what? So why can't fuck, dude? It might get a little crazy. Like if shit starts getting like real heated, and like some of like the federal fucking soldiers get mad at like. The national guard soldiers and they fucking shoot a bullet or something and like we actually have some sort of civil
0: war conflict that'd be crazy as fuck in texas no less yeah but basically i feel bad for texas because they get fucked like all those border states because most of those people just <laughs> do enough to make it into that state yeah and then that state becomes flooded and now that state has to take care of more of a population
1: texas has it the worst yeah of them all bro like they probably got to deal with so much of that shit
0: and then, like, Arizona, places like that. It's too much. It's too, like, there's too many people for the infrastructure. Like we said, even just the fucking electrical grid. Texas's electrical grid is ass. Yeah. We're lucky that, like, I know for Denver at least, like, it's cold as fuck here.
1: Yeah. So they don't like it here. <laughs> they fucking hate migrating here. I saw a fucking an interview where they were interviewing, all, like, some of them that had come. Yeah. And, like, four of the families were like i regret this decision like i want to go back like it's too fucking cold here. <laughs> and because they can't fuck and they're trying to say like go to the fucking refugee go to the fucking homeless shelter and get refuge and they're like no no like they want to still like you know have like a shower and like not be homeless like they were expecting houses to be here for them and shit
0: yeah that's not how the fuck it it's works. not how it works if you want like the other thing Mike and I talked about one day was how hard it is to get a green card. Getting a green card is the hardest part of getting a fucking citizenship. Yeah, here.
1: I say we get rid of the whole green card shit. That way, it's easy for them to do it legally. But they yeah. just have to go through like you know some evaluation checks, make sure they're all you know sound. They look like they're actually going to be a contributing member to society. You have to know English and you have to know how to write in English. Yeah. You have to know the main language of the country that you're saying I want to be a citizen of. I agree. I was telling D this. I wouldn't go and try to be a fucking French citizen when I don't speak a lick of French and I don't even know who the fucking French president is. Why would I go and live there? You got to know the (sighs) shit.
0: Fuck. Excuse me. So Yeah.
1: The green card shit, that's what makes it fucking dumb. It's stupid. It's like a whole lottery based system. There's like six different ways to get one or you got to just have someone give it to you. That's what makes it stupid. And I agree. That's where it's fucked up. We need to change up the way to get citizenship to where
0: it's easier, No green card, pretty much. Yeah. And then these fuckers can come in legally. I would say you could just grant somebody a work visa for like two to three years. Once you have two to three years of living here, like living here, paying bills and doing stuff like that, and it just shows that you're maintaining your process of being a contributing member to society, then yeah, dude, if you're willing to fucking pay taxes, speak the language, you know... Maybe serve in the military if you're of that age, like all young men have to in the United States. I think those are very, very key things to me that make me say, yeah, you deserve to be a US citizen. Sure. For me, it's just, just be
1: a contributing member of society and don't be a piece of shit. And just at least know English, but you yeah. can still speak Spanish. I'm have no problem with that. By all means, speak it, and you're like yeah, yeah, you wherever want. you want, yeah. But at least you gotta know it, bro. Because you, you gotta, gotta be
0: bilingual, bilingual. Yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, because the fucking street signs are in English, and if you don't read fucking English, and you're driving in my country, you're gonna see eighty fucking five and be like three <laughs> thousand,
0: <laughs> and then fucking kill somebody.
1: You gotta be able to read the fucking signs. That's my. You gotta thing. know
0: like the difference between Conifer Street and fucking Colorado <laughs> Boulevard. Yeah, like just small
1: things like that, but. I don't know. The whole thing's crazy. We'll see how this whole thing unravels, but things are pretty tense right now in Texas. But you ready to shift? Yeah. On to the main thing. On to categorizing relationships. So I think what we can do to start is I have like the different like categories and then we can just go to each and say what you think like makes someone fit into that, that particular one. Yeah. And you tell me if I have like some that are similar to yours. I'm sure we will. Yeah. But the categories I have is like casual acquaintances, and then friends, and then close friends, and then family.
0: Yeah, I would say you kind of, we're similar on some aspects. <laughs> like I put, uh, I said, acquaint, or everyone else, <laughs> acquaintances, friends, my homies, and then my family. Yeah. and then that's kind of how I did it. It's similar to what you put. Yeah. yeah, I'll include
1: like everyone else, like, and I'll just say right now, straight up, I don't know who you are. You're like, you're nothing to me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I put. But that's
1: what you are. You're nothing to me. And it's like, it goes the same way. It's the same way Taylor Swift. We're talking all this shit about her. She has no idea. She doesn't know who the fuck me and D are, and she couldn't give a fuck less what we say. We're nothing to her. We're fucking peasants to her. And that's you know.
0: I literally put people who are insignificant to my life. I care about all you all in gen in a general sense, like I do for all of you Yeah, like I don't
1: want, I don't wish fucking you all to die or nothing like that. But it's like if you humanity- di- if you did fucking die, I wouldn't even know. Yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the real life. Truth. That's just like the honest like nature of it. Yeah, but starting with casual acquaintances, um the way that I kind of had it like pinned down was it's like limited or occasional interactions. Like, it's pretty much, you're, you're only encountering these kinds of people in like specific contexts, like school, work, or like a social event, like a passerby. It's like only surface level conversation where you're like, Hey man, like, you know, how are things, how are things going? Like, Oh yeah, like you like skiing, like shit like that, you know, just like you're just talking for the sake of not having silence, essentially. And conversations typically revolve around like, yeah, like weather, current events. Shit like that, but you're just talking for the talk. You don't actually give a fuck what that person's telling you. Pretty much. I agree. You don't really share any personal information about yourself. You don't tell anyone about, you know, your close friends, what you're, what you do on week. Like, you know what I mean? You kind of keep, you keep shit to you yourself. You have a private life. Yeah. You're basically. like, yeah, like they don't really know who the fuck you are. They just know you from the social interactions, mainly. Yeah. Um, limited emotional connection or investment in the other person's life. Like, yeah. You, you, you also just don't give a shit about their life, really.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's more like ships passing in the night. Like, you still don't want to hit that ship and you still want to communicate with them. But at the same time, once you pass, it's, it's all good. Yeah.
1: So I would say like co-workers is a good casual acquaintance. Like, obviously some co-workers you become friends with, like, and those are like your work friends. And those ones are the ones that shift up to the next tier. But for the most part, like, the co-workers that you'd like, You'd really just only talk to because you don't want to be an ass. Like you're like, Hey, how are you? And then you do your work. Yep. Casual exactly. acquaintance. That's like a perfect example. I'd say
0: I said something similar to that effect. I said, uh, I said, there are people who I'm chill with, but I don't really care to talk to them. Uh, people that I don't dislike, but someone who isn't close enough to be considered a friend. Right. Like, like you said, basically just like a, Hi, how's the weather? How are you today? Good. Hope you have a good day. Continue working quick simple that's basically it but you know their name you're on a, at least a name basis. name basis yeah. yeah
1: because if you don't remember their name then they're still technically at that i don't know who the fuck you are still. yeah so like you're dead <laughs> random <now>. stranger yeah <laughs> yeah so then what i would say is like a good if, you, if you're good to go to the next yeah stage, yeah, yeah friends like, Yeah. what i think causes that shift like that next step up is having shared interest you need it yeah you have to have at least one shared interest in common if you don't you'll never be friends I think that is just a fact. You have to have something in common. Yeah. If you're tru- At least one thing. If you're true. And I, I, I will leave it. I was going to even gonna ask you this. Like, I, do you think it's possible to be friends with someone that you have no interests with? I don't think it's possible. No, I don't think it is. You have to have something. You have to have something. If you're con, if you're truly I polar opposites, you. you can still be nice and be like, Oh, you're a great person. But like, I won't ever like choose to hang out with you because we have no things in common. Yeah, like what would you guys fucking do? Yeah, we would just stand around, and be like, "You're a good guy, man," <laughs> and that would be the base of it. Yeah, then you'd be like, "Oh, you want to watch some football?" And they'd be like, "I fucking hate football." And I'd be like, "Oh, you want to do some arts and crafts?" Fuck no. <laughs> or you it's know just what I mean? like you want to like
0: let's eat some food and be like, "I fucking hate cooking. I'm vegan." Man. Yeah, like,
1: you know what I mean? Like you you need some interest, like yeah. at the very least. It doesn't have to be a lot, but something in order to bridge that gap from close acquaintance to friend, you have to have a shared interest. Is what I said. Um. What else do I have? Uh, willingness to offer help, advice, and emotional support when needed is when I'd say you're a friend. Yeah. Like if if they're like, yo, man, I'm kind of like struggling, and you give enough of a fuck to be like, well, what's up, man? Like, let's talk through it. Like, that's when I'd say you're you're one of my friends if I actually give a shit about your well being in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You officially crossed that boundary. Um, more openness and vulnerability in conversations. Um, you're actually sharing personal experiences with these people now. You're not like hiding it a private life. You're like, yeah, dude. Last weekend I went and we fucking raged downtown. We got faded. Yeah, like, yeah. you're
0: comfortable saying that with someone. It's like you know that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a friend. You know your personal information is safe with them. Yeah, at least to an extent.
1: Uh, and the biggest one is. Somebody is definitely your friend if you're engaging in an activity together beyond a casual encounter.
0: Yes. I'm fucking glad you said it because <laughs> I, I, that's kind of like what I said. I said these people are who I would consider on the peri- uh, perimeter of my inner circle, but I still care about them and want them to kick ass in their own individual lives. I don't really talk to them on the daily, but I do hang out with them and see them from time to time.
1: Yeah, you're, you'll... And you'll definitely one out of a blue and you'll you'll make the ability to say, let's go hang out and do something yeah. like that's how you know you're a friend. Definitely, because if I wasn't trying to ask to hang out or I haven't hung out with you outside of a normal casual interaction, like where we first ever met, you're not a friend, bro. Like, yeah, you're just a, you're an acquaintance at that point. Yeah, I agree. Um Trust and reliability. I'd say you start getting like trust with this person. Like, all right, like I'm going to
0: tell you some shit like. I'll say this, it's you're harder yeah. to go from fucking r- friend to really good friend than it is to go from acquaintance to friend.
1: 100%.
0: It's so much easier to go from being basically ships passing in the night to you're on, you're on the perimeter of my inner circle.
1: Yeah. The higher up it gets, the harder it is to fucking penetrate that barrier because yeah.
0: it takes a, time. Man.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a time thing at that point. Time and, and trust. Bro. And that's what I'm going to say in these next ones is it's really about, you know, how many memories have you fucking stacked with this person like how if you were to get your life and chop it up by the years how many times is that person in those fucking years like how much of an impact did this person have in your life so then the next stage i have is close friends so to bridge the gap from friend to close friend then you start having like a deep emotional connection with the person like you're, you like, if this fucker like actually like fucking died, like I'd be fucking crushed, like kind of shit. Like, yeah. You're a very fucking close friend. Uh, you know, understanding and empathy. I think the biggest thing that defines being a friend to close friend is you can truly be yourself without being fear of judged. Yeah. That's the number one factor. If I can be 100% me and know that you're not going to be like, yo, what the fuck did this guy just say? Like, Wait, what? You think that? I would way? never like, expect
0: my homie to be like, bro. Like, I would expect my homie just to like laugh along because we're probably on the same wavelength, hundred percent together. To where if he said something, I'd fucking laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, but like, I would never get the thing of like, that's kind of fucked up, bro.
1: Yeah,
0: and and that's a big thing. Like, if I say some crazy shit
1: and like one of my friends is like, "Oh, dude, chill, chill, chill," then I'm like, "Okay, you're my friend. I respect your opinion, but we'll never ever be close friends because I can't ever truly be me."
0: Yeah, 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 and that's
1: nothing against you at all. Like you have your own beliefs, and you stand strongly with those beliefs, or you think my beliefs are dumb, whatever. Like that, I have respect for you still. Like you're holding true to your values. That's cool. You're still like my friend, but you'll never be able to bridge that gap to being a fucking close friend to me, because I'll have to hold my tongue on certain shit around you. Yeah, and I, I truly think that is what defines it. Like you can just truly be unapologetically you around your close friends and that's how you know yeah no fear of being judged for sure man um alignment in values beliefs and life goals if you share like you know a similar perspective on what matters in life and you're both like attributing to kind of like you know bettering yourself i'd say like that's a close friend like you you're sharing values you both believe in the same shit yeah uh what else do i have Open and honest communication about like struggles, fears, like aspirations. You're willing to like actually be vulnerable with your close friends and be like, "Damn, bro, I'm fucking down in the dumps." Just on to
0: this be shit. real, man. Just to be real with somebody and have like an honest fucking conversation. Because like some people are real with people that they don't even know, and that's where I'm like, y'all need to get some fucking structural support in your own damn brain. Because if you can't even come to the your close friends or your family with that shit, something's wrong.
1: Yeah. You need Those someone like you people, can, bro, that you can say shit to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and another big thing I have is you're invested in each other's long-term well-being. Like, long after things are done, you're like, this guy's getting set. Like, he's, he's on to good shit. Like, I actually give a shit. Like, yeah. please keep growing. Like, you give a fuck. You want to see this person succeed. You want to cheer thing. that person on. Right. You're not yeah. like fucking in competition. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, Please let's grow together. I don't want to fucking apples to apples. You are you doing this? I'm doing like no, does, that shit doesn't matter at all.
0: Yeah, I agree. For my homies category, I said, uh, especially the dudes that are, have moved from the outer part of the perimeter to my inner circle and the people that I can bullshit with and be myself, those are the people that are in that category of homie now. So. It, can, it doesn't have to be just guys. Like you can be a girl or whatever, make it into that inner circle. And yeah. You can also fluctuate back. I will say it's easier to go fucking back to being just a friend than it is to come back in. Oh yeah. For yeah. sure. You can get fucking downgraded so quick. I will downgrade your ass all the way down to nobody, you know?
1: Yeah. If you, if you ever hit a point where a close friend did downgrade to friend, it's virtually impossible to get back to close friend ties at that point. Yeah. You'll, no like, you'll, we'll always be friends. We have so many memories and that stacked up, but to I can no longer be fully fucking myself around you because I'm like, damn, you know, whatever happened, happened. Yeah. And then the final one I have is just straight up family. Yeah. Biological, legal connection, like, that's always just, like, the go-to. Blood ties. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, marriage or a relationship is in that category automatically.
0: Yeah. I said the same thing, basically. I said, uh, well, the first thing I said was like, how would you define family to me, basically? Like, I had to ask myself the question. What would you
1: say? I have my, what I think is like the factor here.
0: I said, my, fam- my family are the people who I speak to and people whose life I'm genuinely interested in for the better. I would consider my uh, immediate family, like my brother's, uh, their wives, their girlfriends, whoever, right? Legal. My sister, yeah. my mom, my dad, obviously. Arian, you, Mike, uh, probably Arian. Like Arian's family, like that, is now my family now, and they're people who I would genuinely take care of yeah. for like to the end, you know.
1: People you talk to every single day, exactly. Every single day you speak to, yeah. Um, for me, I unconditional love and support is yeah. like that's your family. Yeah, you you fuck up. Like, you are horribly, horribly wrong. You did the most atrocious shit (laughs) on fucking earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your family will still fucking love you. And that is the biggest fucking factor of it all. If you can really, truly just be a full-on piece of shit, like drug addict, whatever, you go down the horrible path, you're a horrible human being. Your mom will still fucking like love you. Like yeah. your family will still love you. They know you're fucking horrible. <laughs> they know you're wrong, but they won't stop like loving you. And I think that is the circle factor in.
0: Yeah, those are the motherfuckers that you truly care about you. It goes both ways. You feel the same thing between you both. Once you know that, your family, for sure. And it's the way you can tell someone's your family too
1: is like your first line like when you're in need of certain shit like yeah if you were in trouble and you're like oh fuck i need to call like who who would fucking be here like who would be down yeah and if you can think of like those names like they're in your family yeah like like if i was fucking stranded on a fucking road somewhere i'd be like yo i'd be like d are you around bud are you around like can you come fucking get me like that's like fam you know what i mean i agree what else did i have here um family traditions you know celebrations and stuff like that that shit just gets like rooted deep like your family has you all have like your own like i guess way of communicating i feel like with my family like my family like i i talk like different when i'm with my fam because it's just like i don't know it's just like we have like our own way of like talking shit yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same <laughs> like it's just like it's it's just like rooted in um an innate sense of belonging and identity within the unit, like when you're in with your family, like you're like, that's when you're like at home. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You feel the most yourself. You, you feel I would say. like when you go and you see your family or you're with family, you feel like you're like, like at home, like you're at peace, like fully, like comfortable. Like, take my fucking socks off, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. it's my house. You know what I'm saying? But that's mainly what I had, bro, for like my categories.
0: No, I said the same. But, uh, no, this comes basically as like a way to understand how some people kind of interact or have their sort, quote unquote, families, friends, because Mike and I have seen people, mainly girls, I'm not even gonna fucking lie, <laughs> where they meet one person, one other girl, and they act like as if they are best fucking Family. friends. Say,
1: I'll, I'll fucking die for
0: you on Snapchat. Yeah. For the story, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like happy, happy birthday. This bitch, like, I would take a ago. bullet for
1: you, and I'm like, okay and then next week it's like i fucking hate this dirty bitch
0: (laughs) i'm like no that's not how my fucking circles work (laughs) yeah it's fucking crazy dude because like hearing it from like arian's perspective sometimes like we went out one night and uh
1: arian even agrees with us that yeah guys are
0: like maintaining
1: relationships are way better than like females
0: yeah it was just the fact that we went out all together one night and then like she hung out with like one girl at one point, like they were just like talking or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like at the end of the night, that girl was like trying to kiss Arian, and was like, Arian was like, "We're not fucking, no, yeah, we're yeah. not like that, bitch. Get the fuck away from me." Damn, her. it was funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like when she tells it, like afterwards, I'm I died. That I is fucking, fucking funny. My ass
1: off. I do have questions like on this topic though that I wanted to like ask you. Okay, let me pull them up real quick. Oh, let's see. I wonder if I do. Is it possible to have too many close friends, or do you think if they truly, if they make it in, like they make it in?
0: Here's what I'll say about it. Depends on the type of person you are. I think you can have plenty of close friends if your life really is that. that that's a, well, not even like that popping, but just like that's what is that's what makes your life enjoyable. If that is your main joy in life is being with your friends, then having a bunch of close friends isn't uncommon. Now, if your joy comes from something else in life, I would say you're probably going to have a smaller circle and it's more secluded, but that means it's more rewarding to be in there. When you hit up those select few people, they know how much it means that you're in that part, you know?
1: Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, And you know my answer to this one, but I want to just get your perspective on it. Can virtual relationships like relationships that you make through the internet, um can those be as fulfilling as in-person connections?
0: Back in the day, I would have said no, but after seeing you and Josh interact, I truly believe it's possible. Yeah. 1000 because they met like homies. That was the very first time I like it was like Mike had known this fucker. Like, <laughs> he really has known him for forever, but that was the first time he had seen him face to fucking face. And it was like they were fucking just chilling like they had been brothers for fucking years yeah
1: no like josh is a fucking close friend to me and i have only met him once like but i've known him for 10 plus yeah. fucking years you know what i mean yeah so it's like if you would have asked me like before like josh or nothing, i would have been like what the fuck hell no yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean i would have been like nah like you have to meet the person you have to interact with them i do think it's a little bit different with gaming with how much it's just evolved because you're basically just like talking to them the whole time like you're kind of, like, interacting as, like, a fucking video game character Is as, as dumb and fucking dirty as that sounds, but, like, I don't know, it's, like, it's weird. No, no, no
0: I get it, I get it. It's, like, you're in the space. Yeah,
1: like, a, we're in a virtual space, like, kind of, like, interacting, but it's yeah. definitely, it, It's it takes longer, I would say, to form a good connection online than it does in person. Yeah. But, oh, shout out Josh, too, because he's a fucking loyal. I know you're yeah. listening to this shit. Shout out Josh. Shout out Josh, bro. Um, Next question I did have. Excuse me. Oh, now that you're engaged, has the categorization shifted to where, you know, Arian is like the top of them all? Or is she within like that family circle along with your siblings and your parents and those other f- family members? Because I'm, I'm curious because I'm wondering if it shifts, right? Because I feel like it's almost like once you're committed, like and it's like, you know, that's your partner for like life, like. They almost become like they gotta be like like the top like the top tier even
0: this is what i've heard multiple people and i've like since i am like gonna get married i've been like trying to take in as much information on it as i possibly can right so i was watching this guy speak about it and he was like basically the whole idea of marriage is that you're supposed to leave your mother and father to be your own become one with your own wife and, like, you in turn have kids and, like... You become the new you mother become, and father. You, yeah, you become your kids' version of what you had.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely see that.
0: And, like, uh, so, based off of that principle, yes, my job right now has been to ultimately take care of Arian in whatever aspect she needs me to be, you know? So, like, if she needs something from me, I have to be able to provide that for her right. at whatever cost. It is to me, whether it's physical, emotional mental stress, anything, you know, I've, a, any person that's looking to get married, I think you have to, when you sign up for that, I've always told this to Arian too. I was like, when you sign up to get married, you sign up one half of your life to your wife. And then once you have kids, the other half is gone and you stop existing for yourself anymore. And you exist purely for those other individuals.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like when I think about really, obviously I'm not even at that point yet, yeah. but just like thinking into the future, <clears throat> Cause I think that's how it will probably be is like, yeah, your spouse will be like, you know, cause that's the one you're going to die with, right? Like, yeah. That's the one you're going to raise your kids with. Like, obviously, like, I'll, I'll probably honestly keep like my parent, like in like your mom. that yeah, top yeah, yeah. tier still. Like she'll, like my spouse and my mom, like those are always going to be through like the goats. Yeah, yeah. Unconditional love, no matter what. But, um, children,
0: I think they even go a tier above spouse. It's funny, because I've asked my dad this, because there's a few Bible, there's a Bible story where the God asked Abraham to sacrifice his only son, so he only has one son, and God asked him to sacrifice him, and I remember, like, I was <laughs> like, <"Nagy."> sorry, bro. <laughs> I asked uh, my dad, I think I was, like, 17 or 18, I was like, would you sacrifice one of us, and he's like, if God told me to do it, yeah, I would. And I was like, "He's like, I truly, truly heard God." But if it's
1: actually like God, bro, you have to like it's just yeah. One, it's just one of those things.
0: That's why I was like, but it takes like faith, you know, to like know that that's God. But anyway, no, I'd have
1: to. See, I'd have to. I'd. I'd talk. Right. I'd be
0: like, <laughs> I'd be like, nah,
1: I'm not going off of fucking just like this little voice chat. God, I need you to fucking show yourself right fucking now. You pull up, all right let's <laughs> fucking we'll we'll go we'll do this fucking shit but until i see confirmation i'm not fucking killing my own kid <laughs> that's what i'd have to say bro straight up
0: it is really just like a faith-based thing <laughs> fuck but, that dude <laughs> nah fuck no <nah>, i can't <laughs> kill but my kid G. i asked my mom i asked my mom the same question she said like, no huh she's like i fucking kill your dad before i kill one of you fuckers and i was like alright cool it's different for mothers I feel that's like that's what I mean bro moms are dot- rider. that's why i well saying, they fucking like, grow you and they they bond with you for fu- time bro yeah dude so
1: that's why them, I, in, you're different
0: yeah bro that's why in the bible verse they had to ask a fucking dad
1: dad cause if it, they would have been like asked like Mary like yo you need to fucking kill this dude like yeah no bro a mom's not not gonna fucking kill their kid yeah well, I mean some fucking do, which is insane to me yeah, bro we gotta stop those. Bro. I saw a story of a lady bro she fucking. she was a drug addict. She sold her fucking six month daughter to six men to assault and kill her for drug money.
0: Six, six months? Six month old. Holy, holy fuck. Man. Six
1: month old. My, my mom's boyfriend Chris sent me that shit, bro. It was heartbreaking. They already started like a movement. They've like been raising money. But the crazy part is, is when they did the analysis on her, they found not DNA of not the only the six people that she sold them to, but of like twenty plus that men that had assaulted that six month year old like girl, bro. bro
0: and that's that, fucking. And, and it's crazy because we think about this, and I'm fucking getting sick here. Yeah, bro. listening to the story. Me and you oh, don't even
1: shit. have like children, and it's fucking sick to us. Imagine like a mom like killing her kid now, like yeah. And the fact that that mom did it, like. There's no way drug addiction
0: is that crazy, bro. Like, that's next level shit. Yeah. Fucking wild. But if you ask, though, going back to what you initially asked, if you ask my dad, though, like, what he, who he lives for, he does say he lives for us. He's like, my sole purpose is to, like, provide for you guys. I really don't give a shit if I have anything. He's like, but if you guys have cool stuff, he's like, that makes me 10x more happy than it would ever make me happy having cool shit. And I'm always like, all right, cool. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, I definitely think it's like when you're just like living your life, it's like family and then get married. It goes, all right, then there's a little extra tier spouse and then you have kids and it's like,
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like bro. nothing's really They're fucking the closest t- thing you have to Jesus, really.
1: Yeah. And then I guess grandkids have an extra that's something I like. I'll have to ask my mom on, but like I'm wondering if grandkids have another fucking tier up because it's like,
0: I don't know. Cause you don't really like raise them. That's what I'm or saying. Like,
1: like, like I, I mean, I I always like ask this. I'm like, okay, like I get it's like different, but like in Maybe my head, raise In my head, I'm thinking I'm like, I will love my grandchildren definitely, but yeah. I don't think I'll ever love a kid more than my own fucking child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I might be tripping. We'll we'll see what I'm an I old fuck. I
0: truly don't know. I'll have to ask my parents too. Yeah, how they I, feel about it.
1: I, I'd be definitely curious to see. Uh, let me see. Oh, I have one more question. Okay. What role does reciprocation play in maintaining healthy relationships? How do you handle imbalances of give and take?
0: I don't know. It depends on how tight you are in the relationship.
1: I think it all comes down to communication at that point. Like, yeah. if you're not communicating what you need, I wouldn't expect the other person to be giving it. You know what I'm saying? The
0: other thing, too, is like sometimes I don't expect shit from like, that's why I think it depends on like what level you're at. Obviously, your acquaintance, I don't give a fuck. I don't expect anything from you. (laughs) Don't expect anything from me. Yeah. Same thing with, like, friend. I don't expect much from you other than, like, a, hey, what up, man? Yeah. Or, or, like, I'll give you the same energy back. But beyond that, I really don't expect much from you. Expect
1: anything, right.
0: Now, close friends and homies and those people in your family, there's a higher tier of fucking what I expect from you. Right. And that's where communication comes in. Yeah.
1: And, or like, saying happy birthday is like one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. I, I remember when you're like, all right, who's gonna fucking tell me happy birthday? Who's gonna tell me congratulations every year, on bro. certain shit? Like,
0: when I saw the fucking, now this is gonna sound a little bit conceited, but I, bro, I notice everything. So I'm like, if you don't tell me congratulations on something that I think is congratulations worthy, like me getting engaged, then I think you're fucking dropped out of fucking <laughs> one of the tiers. And I don't fuck with you anymore. Just know that if you called me and needed something, I would fucking pick up the phone and you would be like, hey, Deontay, I needed this from you. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. Remember when I fucking was looking for some congratulations because I thought you were my fucking friend? Nah, bitch. Well, even if we're judging
1: off of the standards that we set just barely, like when we're doing the whole discussion. Yeah. We said like, you know wanting to see other people grow and succeed like that's one of the key aspects of being in that circle so if you see and you're not like congratulating and wishing that person well like you know in their future endeavors then you don't care anymore so you're clearly out of that tier you drop one yeah (laughs) so the other thing too it really does come down to this fucking chart i can fucking (laughs)
0: drink the other thing too bro is that sometimes what you think is good for you ain't really what's good for you so if your fucking friend is like Yo, like, cause there are some good fucking friends or brothers or whoever that come in and see their <laughs> brothers shooting up meth and they're like, that's not good for you. But as a meth addict, you're like,
1: you're like, get off you, my man. fucking back, man. Yeah, You don't know, my real homies know what the fuck's up and then they're the ones supplying you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, um, so you gotta realize it's where you
0: If you're fucking in a shitty place, your life sucks, you have nothing to show for your life, it's horrible. And you hear somebody say, Yo, level the fuck up. I think you can do better, and you take that as an offense, bro.
2: Yeah,
0: you're yeah. you have fucking somebody on your side that you probably shouldn't.
1: Yeah, then you're just blinded by something else. And yeah. Most of the times it is fucking drugs when people do that. I mean fuck. We just said Poor the relationships, story.
0: other relationships.
1: Yeah, other relationships too. But drugs is a fucking killer, bro. It causes people to do some crazy shit as we just said.
0: It is. Holy shit. But I think that's all I had. If you have anything else, bro, not really, man. I think that's pretty much it.
1: I think this was a good, you know, discussion. Hopefully, you know, it puts some perspective into your guys' minds about the relationships you have. I bet you when you guys were listening, you were like, Who the fuck would be in this little group of mine?
0: Who's a close friend to me? Who's like this? I'm sure you
1: did a little mental exercise if you were listening. So
0: take inventory, man. Right now is a good time to go in and look at who you think. Because, bro, your friends evolve as you get older. If your friends don't evolve, they won't be your friend anymore. You need to grow, and your friends also need to grow in order to be at that same level as you. Because if they don't, they're gonna, they're gonna fall behind. Yeah, you know. And that's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Evolving is part of who we are. But you just gotta be aware. Yeah. You gotta be aware that you're further along, or they're further along than you. Whatever the case may be. But fuck, you gotta be mentally smart enough to know where you're at. Yeah, definitely. But
1: yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed. I think we had a good little interesting too with the current events and shit. It was all pretty relevant. So this, this, is, what, this is what this is what me some and D. Are shit
0: sh- too with the Megan stuff, man. Yeah, the Bigfoot.
1: This is what we were trying to say to you guys though is like once we have like these two weeks to kind of like get some fucking content and shit, I feel like we we can put out some good quality shit for y'all. So hopefully you guys did enjoy. D, you want to do any uh final remarks for? I'll send us off.
0: Uh Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, I know Mike, we were looking at the, uh, the analytics or whatever for Spotify. We saw that we're getting a lot of streams. So we appreciate you guys. Continue to listen. Continue to share the show. Love you guys. Follow the Off the Rip Podcast Instagram. I, it's in a million other ones. It's linked in my bio. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, appreciate y'all no matter what. Send in a Q and A question. We'll answer it. Even if you ask how to do a podcast, even though that's on, that's all over the internet, how to do it. I'm not an expert. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're clearly still at the fucking bottom barrels. <laughs> we really
0: are. The, our setup is not as good as one that could be better. Oh, yeah, definitely not. We can always improve, so we're not the best people to ask. Ask somebody who knows what they're doing.
1: Yeah, like a YouTuber with fucking 5 million subs that does this shit on the rig.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But without further ado, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys in two weeks with some you know good content, some new shit. Uh, it was nice talking to y'all. And until next time, off the rip. Let's go! We know.